Here's Alessio. Where's the Lazom? Is Terzo Twerzo? Where's Ach? Wurzo is Dizoktezo Wurzo Pazorga Zorst Ism Merzak. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and welcome to to watch the Doctor Who podcast. I was doing carnival speak, like what's his name? Oh, okay. That was hello. Welcome to Too Watch Here with Doctor Who podcast. My name's Mark in carnival speak. I did really well to guess and I'm Sarah at the end <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, and Sarah's watching this for the very first time. Very first time. Yep, and I'm a Doctor Who fan. Um, and yes, we are going straight in. We're going straight in to Carnival of Monsters this week. No, I, there's a, a website where you can translate it into carnival speak. Do you remember with... Um, I don't remember the no? carnival speech. Oh, okay, well... Those of you that know Carnival of Monsters will know what I'm talking about. I mean, I did watch it. Uh, well, we'll get to it. Okay. Well, there we go. Maybe There's it'll the come intro. back to me There's when we talk intro. about it. Well, welcome, everybody. You join us here. Uh, we're in the miniscope. We're trapped, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, fair. We're trapped with all the circuitry all around us. Like animals in a zoo. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> we're continuing season 10. We had the three doctors last week, which was really good. I meant to say to you the other week, not Just... relevant at all. But at work, right, um, right, someone was making me a cup of tea. Okay. Right? You know, we make each other, each other cups of tea. Yeah, you know, that's a lot. Coffee. Um, so we'd run out of tea, right? You'd uh, run out of tea? We'd run out of tea, I know. I said, go and steal the tea from the church. Okay, they've got loads <laughs> of tea. Take their supplies. Yeah. Uh, and then he brought me a tea, and it was very nice. And I was like, oh, okay, this tastes a little bit stronger than usual. What is this? And then I went into the kitchen and I noticed next to the kettle, he had not used the church's tea. He had opened a fresh box of Earl Earl Grey and (laughs) put milk in it. Regular listeners will know that I do not like Earl Grey. But he'd he'd opened Earl Grey and put milk. But actually, it was all right. It was nice. It was a bit smoky. It's not that you don't like Earl Grey the tea. It's that you don't... You're completely... I don't want to be associated. You don't want to be associated with Earl Grey at all. Yeah, so I was surprised when I saw it. But Were you angry? No, I wasn't angry. I was did just you go like fucking Earl no, Grey, like you did last Earl, time. I would never put milk in Earl Grey, but actually, it was all right. It was just like a strong, go. smoky tea. So um, he knows Earl, about Grey Earl Grey was as well. was forced upon me. So yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that. There you go. I appreciated hearing that. <laughs> I appreciated it. <laughs> that's that's the only update I've got. So Carnival of Monsters. We haven't COVID updated in a while. Okay, let's do that. Well, we just haven't, and like, you know, we're recording, it's pre-Christmas now when we're recording. Yeah, so like by just... this, this will go out beginning of January, so we, so who knows, in Wales, who knows? We're recording, and in Wales they've announced the things coming in from the 27th, but I mean, I was talking to someone yesterday and we were saying, this time last year, the 19th of December, we were in a lockdown in Wales. You know, right now, until it's announced, we're here in person doing it. What were we doing a year ago? Were we doing like the smugglers or the oh god, that or the Peter Cushing like that just seems ages ago. It was a year ago. Yeah, that's why it feels like ages ago. Hate to break that to you. That's how time works. (laughs) (laughs) What's happened in that? So who knows? We could be doing whatever story next week, and there's another announcement about something else or another variant. But currently, we're still together. Yeah, 
recording right now together. Yeah, but we'll see. But we're on and off, aren't we? I mean, in theory, you know, I mean, you know, we are definitely two meters apart because that's the new rule. We don't know if bubbles are going to come in again. We were a bubble oh, last time, God. so there is talk that there will. Well, so... at least we got lots of Doctor Who to watch. Oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> But to everyone out there, if we are in a lockdown, hope everyone's doing okay. Yeah, watch Carnival of the Monsters. Or, or, you know, or don't have... <laughs> <laughs> but I hope everyone's mentally okay, because, you know, it's a lot. If we are. Yeah. If you're listening to us now, you know that we have... They are talking about firebreakers and stuff mm. again, so... Perfect time to watch Three Doctors. Carnival of Monsters. Wow, Mark. I'm trying, to be really, I'm trying to be really uplifting here. I am being uplifting. Watch the three doctors. Okay. What, one that you moaned about? I didn't. Well, no. Okay. Anyway, right. Um, so we have watched this separately. Yes. We haven't actually watched together for a while because of scheduling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's quite good, though, actually, because I just don't know what, you, what you're what you thinking at all no. for these. I like coming in like um, Poker Face as well. Yeah. Because no you have no idea. idea. No idea. And this one for me is a bit of a, not one that I would go to, really. It's a, you know, it's highly regarded, but it's just one that I always found a bit boring. Mm. Mm. And I got... I only first saw it when I had the DVD, and it just didn't... It's not one that I would go to. Fair. But I can, you know, going through it now, I can I can see there are good things about it. It's very different to actually what we've had before for a third Doctor story, I think. Yeah, way, I think so. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, this feels very old Doctor... Traditional Doctor Who, in a way, well, doesn't we, it? Well, because we're going now out into, out into space. So last week he got his chameleon circuit. Not chameleon circuit, sorry. <laughs> his, um, Do you want to say that again? Last week he got his freedom from the Time Lords. Yeah. So we are going back out into space, which we haven't really had since the end of the second Doctor with your adventure of the week out in space. No, no. So, it, yeah, it's But it also had some, nice. like, historical yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was a good like, mix was of a, stuff. It was a really good yeah, mix. yeah. So I think we should just go straight through and just see. And you, yeah. can, you can let me know what you think as you go through. Sure. Um, so actually, this is written by, we don't talk about the writers very much, written by Robert Holmes. He wrote Spear from Space, the third Doctor's first story. Oh, okay. He wrote The Crotons, which you surprisingly liked. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's a good writer. It doesn't start off in the best way. The So you're at the space airport, I've called it, with the grey people. Yeah. Now, that, this is why I think I found it boring when I first watched it. It doesn't grab you straight away. Those grey people are terrible. Oh, I didn't think they were terrible. I didn't understand, to begin with, because it, it doesn't really come up until, like, the second episode. Um, I couldn't understand why suddenly one of them was acting out and then got, like, killed. Yeah, no, that grey person, he goes up there and gets shot, and I'm like... I, d- I had no idea what that was about. Well, that's they said later on it's because they're acting out. Yeah, but what? Yeah, because I... because uh, entertainment is banned, amusement, and this, so the leader grey person is like, that's why he's brought these guys in to try and provide something stimulus, so hopefully that they don't rebel. And so that's obviously what was happening. He was rebelling. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mark. It's another one where I'm explaining things to you. I can't believe you're explaining this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've just never... It's never grabbed me that... It's only later on when they were talking about, like, mm. why that happened. Yeah. Like, why they've allowed them to come, sorry, yeah. I was, okay, so I don't want to go too negative straight away, but those... Little negative Nancy over I there. I know, I can't help it, but it's just those masks of those 
sort of they slavery. They remind me of Bok. They're terrible. They are terrible. Why did they remind me of Bok? Because Bok was grey. <laughs> <laughs> and they're grey. Yeah, and Bok had a mask on, didn't he? I, I think this is the problem, though, when you go out into space. Mm. You go a bit 60s where, oh, everyone has to look. They're all sort of that uniform and that... It, it, it's not particularly creative for me. I think no. that's what it is. But I know that they're... And now, especially now you're in colour, and nothing seems to have changed production-wise since the 60s. You could watch that in black and white, and it, that was the sense rights. Oh, like, yeah, this you know definitely, I mean? From yeah, like 10 this years story, ago. yeah. That's, that's all it is. Just like there's, like, there's so many other good elements of this story, but I'm just talking about the grey people on that planet just disappoint me. Mm. Oh, I can't believe I'm so negative. Anyway... <laughs> But then we get Vorg and Scherner. So they arrive Ugh. at the airport. Oh, come on. Now, this is where these are great characters. They're great double act. I said and their to you, costumes. he looked like he was like playing Willy Wonka. We put on a show. You understand? No. Yeah, so they're supposed to be your sort of your showman type, traveling what, circus what is that? type what's people. A, oh, what's great it show. Uh. No. <laughs> Paul Daniels. <laughs> Paul Daniels. Paul Daniels and Debbie McGee. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I tell you a Paul Daniels story? Absolutely. Actually, so, slash link to Neighbours. So, <laughs> this was ages and ages ago. Um, so, this Paul Robinson is a character in Neighbours, okay? Yeah. And obviously, you've got Paul Daniels. Uh, and I was talking to a friend. This was way, way back, years and years ago. And she knew someone who was... Paul Daniels' number one fan, like, love Paul Daniels, like, okay. and everything about him and everything he done. Um, except th- they were having a conversation and the wires got crossed because they were talking about Paul Robinson in Neighbours who fell off a cliff and had his leg amputated. But then that person thought they were talking about Paul, Paul Daniels, Daniels. <laughs> and got really upset and thought Paul Daniels has had his leg amputated. Oh but it, it was fine. And also, at work... Right. A couple of years ago, well, years and years ago, I got an email saying, do you want to book Paul Daniels? I remember that. I and, remember yeah, that. And yeah, but I went in, I got the email, I went in the office and I was like, oh my God, let's book Paul Daniels. And nobody knew who he was. I remember that email. No, nobody knew who Paul Daniels was. And I was really, I was like, come on, you know who Paul Daniels is. Paul Daniels is a magician, everybody, if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and there was the time where we're like, yeah. I yeah. remember that email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't in. And he lived in Buckinghamshire near where I went to uni. And um, someone in my uh, did their video production project. They went to his house and did a little interview oh, with him. Nice. Um, it's Paul Daniels, anyway. That's a um, lot on Paul Daniels. <laughs> yeah, there we go. When are we ever going to get another you know chance what? to talk yeah, about Paul that Daniels? That story, though, reminds me, and I've told this story like three times recently. Do you remember on Big Brother... Yeah. Right. But Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. When David Bowie's Angie Bowie was in. Yes. Oh my and God. David's David. dead. Yeah. Oh my God. David's dead. I didn't watch that series, but I've watched that clip online a lot. David's dead. No, he's not. Oh, yes. It's hilarious. It's yeah. hilarious. So you that sort of like that. Yeah, it's like Paul Daniels has had his leg amputated. No. Yeah. Well <laughs> David's dead as a dead man. <laughs> Brilliant. Um anyway, yeah, so um 
Yeah, that's that's, that's these characters. That's so we've got... If I just randomly laugh, it's because I'm okay. thinking of that. Okay. <laughs> you know? Well, let's Morgan Shirley. Let's call them Paul and Debbie for the rest Great. of this. Great, okay. I'm up for Paul that. Paul and Debbie. That's who they are. They're travelling around with this mini scope. Yeah. Um, because so to what... begin with, he reminded me of Willy Wonka, but yeah. then he be, he did become Paul and Debbie. So, what do you think of Close Watch? Their outfits. Oh, it's very much like. Like some humans pretending to fit in with the aliens. Well, actually, you're thinking about it because you've got this grey. You know, they're not supposed to be there. They're these first aliens on the planet, I think. Yeah. And they sort of. I'm not sure if they've stowed away or they're not supposed to be there or. No, they've or invited them. They've, they've been they've invited. Come. So, the contrast between the grey people and then they arrive with their. I mean, that's you know, it's probably on purpose, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. I really like those outfits. Oh. I like his jacket and stuff. I think it's cool. It's it's different. It just reminds me of like exactly what some like Earth thing would wear to go to space. Who is a carny? Who is like <laughs> I love his hat. His see through hat. That's cool. There's so much going on. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then in contrast, the Doctor and Joe land on a sailing ship. So is that taking you in the story? Are you? you no, know, was... you've got these contrast of. I really followed this, and right. in fact, I seem to have followed it better than you so far. <laughs> and um, I really enjoyed it. Okay, fine. And I I liked that sort of that mystery of like how are they, why are we learning about this going on here, and. Why are they there? Yeah, so I've I've written down. You got the Doctor on a ship in nineteen twenty six. There's a sea monster. There's chickens as well. Yeah, don't forget the chickens. Don't forget the chickens. Um, and I've already I put already. There's lots of elements going on. Um, I you know I was more wanting to follow the Doctor and Joe on the ship and the mystery and the sort of time loop stuff that happens rather than it kept cutting back to the grey people talking about this political stuff and the president which you don't see and it's very the president I mean, kept coming. Well, he wasn't actually he was there. Third, yeah, he talking... was. He was the third grade person, no, wasn't no, he? No, no, they were talking about him. These they were sort of officials So there people. was two, and one of them, the president was his brother, and that was the third what? one. He <laughs> talked about my brother. What? He okay. said, I'm going to take down... The, uh, this is how we'll take him down. He's coming with... He was definitely there. There were three talking grey people. Yeah. Right? There was the two main ones that were like, mm, the sneaky ones, and then there was the third one. He had a bit more... His greyness was a bit broader... And he was the one that came and was making decisions, like, okay, we'll destroy that. And no, no, he was... And they were like, oh, but if you do that, then... And he said something like, I'm going to take down my brother. It was his relative. Okay. Oh, Mark. Fine, well, I mean, hell, I could be you wrong. You really watch these closely. I could, and I have no notes. Can we just point out, I have no notes, okay? I, yeah, I know. I've written Metal Hexagon. <laughs> SS Bernice. That's interesting with the ship. And I wasn't sure. I tried to look up. Because, yes, it's supposed to be like the Mary Celeste. I thought it was a real ship, but I can't find all my Googling that it is a real Yeah, thing. I, I did the same thing. Did you? Yeah, yeah I can't I find it. I thought it was. Yeah, I but think maybe it's just there's something of use for the story. You, then you see these characters and the people on the ship. What do you think about those? Uh, yeah, I really liked that. I, like, I enjoyed that. I, I thought it was a really clever because it completely threw you. I knew that they weren't where mm. the other story was because it was so different. And then once it all starts piecing together, you're like, oh... It's, yeah, it's interesting. And you have, yeah, as I say, the time loop stuff. And that cliffhanger is great. With the hand. With the hand coming down and getting the TARDIS. I loved that. Because I thought, you love Planet of Giants. Yeah. And this has got some Planet of Giants <laughs> in it. That's why I, I thought it. you were going to love those elements. I really did. I really loved that. It's got everything, actually, this story. Um, and that reminds me of... Can I say something really controversial already? Oh, okay. 
I think I enjoyed this more than The Three Doctors. <gasps> wow. Well, they're very different stories. You've got, in, yeah, as I say, you've got a bit of everything in this one. Whereas The Three Doctors was very samey. Once you'd seen The Quarry and you'd seen Unit HQ, you'd seen it all. This one had lots of variety. We had some really interesting monsters. It went to different places, different things. I enjoyed all that. I enjoyed, like, and also from the start, I kind of knew what the objective was. Right. Sometimes in a story, the objectives can change because they're still trying to work things out. Whereas once, by the end of that first episode, they figured out they were in a loop, they were trapped in this thing. It might have been in, just started the second episode, but we know that their ultimate objective here is to get out of this thing. Yeah. like, And that's like, so everything they're going through, they're like, that's the objective. That's what we're aiming for with this story. And that makes means you can just sit back and enjoy what's happening. Because yeah. you're like, well... I'm not waiting. Oh, what's that about? What's that about? Like, it's there. It's clear. And it was set up really well. It had that sort of injury to it. But then, like, yeah, I, I thought this was a really strong story. Wow. And it was four. The magic and it was number. Four. Exactly. You love the a magic four And I was thinking, I wonder why four always seems to be the, the in classic Doctor Who, the go-to number yeah, it's yeah. always four is your okay yeah you get the six but four just seems to always be the the magic number yeah um but it's not like three beginning middle and end it's sort of beginning middle a bit of padding and then the end <laughs> but there wasn't even much padding in but then, this no there wasn't actually i watched just the whole way through it's just the, is that one the first sitting. time you've done that no, no on your no. own um i don't no, I don't think well, it's so. It's very rare that you sit and watch it. It's very four. rare when I watch it. I know. But I did. I started it because I thought I was only going to do three. Mm. And then before I knew it, I was, on, I was in the fourth one. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm in it. I was like, hang on, where am I? And I looked and I was like, it was like part four. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just going back to that cliffhanger with the hand going down with the TARDIS, that reminds me of way back when I worked at the co-op. This was like 2006. <laughs> God, we are story central uh, today, so yeah, I know we? it is. Well, we haven't had have that for a while. Shout out to Becky, who I worked with at the co-op. So 2006, Doctor Who was back, and I think her little brother was a big fan. Right. Uh, and so, and this also sort of ties in with John Pertwee, the third Doctor, being the sort of 90s Doctor. Okay. So wherever you were, like when Doctor Who wasn't on, he was still going around. He was appearing. I want to mention this. He was on Surprise, Surprise as the Doctor. Oh. If anyone's seen that show, Crank Up Your Granny, he'd appear Any <laughs> okay. as the Doctor. I don't know, like Generation Game or so. Whenever there was like a game show or they talked about Doctor Who as a thing, it would really be John Pertwee. And That's he did some radio. He, he really was the 90s Doctor and he always dressed up in his thing and he'd always, because he was sort of, John Pertwee slash the Doctor was sort of merged into one by that point. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like that personality. And surprise, surprise, David. Here he is, your favourite Time Lord, John Pertwee. Come in, John. I am the Doctor. And are you ready, Gran? Yes, Doctor Who. All right, all right, all right. Well, well, well. I've never gone this far back in time before. Do you? I am the Doctor. Oh, I don't watch GMTV. No, 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 no. No, I'm the uh, the Doctor in the TARDIS. That's really so interesting. Was, and they repeated a lot more of his stories than than others. So, yeah, yeah. And so Becky, who's a year younger than me, would have seen some of that as well and sort of my generation mm. knew John Pertwee as the Doctor I think more than like say Tom Baker who you'd think yeah Tom Baker sort of 
had gone away from the role and didn't want to be associated around that time. So it was always John Pertwee. So to my surprise, at the co-op one afternoon, I don't know, I think someone had like a toy TARDIS or something, you know, like the mini yeah, yeah. key ring or something. And I was on the till and she was on the till and she went, and someone had a TARDIS and she looked around and she went, oh my God, it's just like... Um, John Pertwee in Carnival of Monsters. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you know, with the with the mini TARDIS and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, how do you know that? So I think her brother had got the DVD or something and she uh, knew John Pertwee's the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. And um, it just took me by surprise that suddenly I was like, one, how do you know John Pertwee's the Doctor? <laughs> and two, you're referencing cliffhanger one of Carnival of Monsters <laughs> across the co-op to me, you know? It's so funny. Yeah. yeah it's so funny. And uh, there's some other Becky stories later on with, uh, <laughs> with John Pertwee as well. We'll get to those stories. But, yeah, it just always reminds me of that, that she'd yeah. be like, oh, this is like... And actually, can I just tell one other story yeah. around this time? I always love so a story. She, so she was... Story that, time She was Mark. leaning down, stacking, putting the crisps and stuff on, right? Yeah. And I was on the till. And this customer comes up to her <laughs> and went, excuse me, where's your nuts? <laughs> and she just completely <laughs> lost it. And, and I completely, I couldn't serve anyone. I was just crying with like We were just crying with laughter. It was a customer? Uh, I, I think they didn't really understand what we were laughing. But, um, <laughs> they genuinely said it. They genuinely it said it. Seriously, where are, where are the nuts? <laughs> where are your nuts? <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, there we go. Part two. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we find out about the miniscope in the zoo. It's a great concept. I mean, I was trying to think. We've talked before about Doctor Who sort of preempting stuff. There's not really anything like a... Well, there's a zoo. But um, well, I was, all but, I could think of was, like, Tamagotchis. Well, no, it kind of reminded me, though, just of, like, reality TV. That's it. That is it. I mean, we yeah. just referenced Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah that's it. But this yeah. idea of like, because... Well, Big Brother, yeah. Yeah, they're like living, they are real But they things. are real. Or like, I don't know, I've written like, do you remember when you got like sea monkeys or ant farms and yeah, all that I kind don't... of stuff? I had, do you have sea monkeys? I had sea monkeys and I had one that was proper big. Right. And I had, um, so I had a sea monkey aquarium, the plastic thing. Yeah. And then I had a watch that you could transfer your sea monkeys into and oh. have out with you for the day. Oh, my God. So it had, so... like, it was, like, a bubble with the... So the water would be there. So you'd, like... It came with this, like, squidgy thing. So you, like, when put it in the water, like, squeezed it, and the sea monkey went, like, go up it. Yeah. And then, you know, you squeeze it into your... Into your watch. Into the watch. You, It was just, like, a plastic top. So the watch had, like, the time, and then you, like, put the plastic dome on top, and then the numbers would be really big because yeah. it's going through water and then you see one because it'd be like but I mean hell I know I thought I was like the coolest that thing that is very cool I thought it was and to this day I still think that is the coolest <laughs> thing ever like I remember going to Manchester for the day mm. shopping with friends with my sea monkey mm. watch on Wow. And thinking I, never had I was like the that. dog's bollocks. I had a Tamagotchi from Chelsea Market. I had a Tamagotchi too. And then, yeah. then like, I remember putting my locker. No, I didn't. Because we weren't I allowed I didn't have then. a Tamagotchi. I had, because, like, you just couldn't get them. Right. I mean, I never had an official one. I had a market one. I, I yeah. <laughs> I, I had a Mickey Mouse one. So, I, mine was a Mickey Mouse one. But so, and it was, so, mine was a mouse. <laughs> oh, I had a penguin, I think. And I remember, because the ears on the Mickey Mouse sort of like, your thumb could fit in it. Ooh. Like it not fitting it, but like it, it sort of dipped. In right, the, the plastic the had a the dip. Ears were the buttons. No, or... no, no. Just like the way the plastic was, and so it was really flat, and it had like the screen, and then the circle 
was like the face mm. and then it had plastic black ears on top but the plastic had like like a, a curve in it that my, I mean I remember like whenever I picked it up if I put like it fit my thumb they should do a range of Doctor Who Tamagotchis mm. you know you could look after your drashing your what? your drashing what's that? the monsters in the story right. look after your drashing <laughs> or your chumbly or your, oh, like your zabi or whatever you can That'd have a bark. Cool. Why don't they make Doctor Who damage? Yeah, a little bark. <laughs> I don't know what you feed bark. <laughs> Stones, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Stones. Stones the way or... you said that. Stones. Stone. What do you feed bark? Stones or fire cur- curses? <laughs> have some curses, bark. <laughs> anyway. Ah. But the, uh, just speaking about these no, things, while we're on this tangent. Too many nice words. I've done. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> while we're on there, there's another thing that reminded me in the same sort of genre as that. There was these alien eggs was like a trend. Right? Yes, I had one of those. And, and Ross, apparently you put them together and they'd have babies well, and it never happened. And that's what I was going to say. never, ever Ross happened. had some. Of course. And I remember going around and it was like, oh, you have to do this thing and they have babies. And we're like, well, how do you do it? What do you do? And apparently you had to put them in the freezer or something. I remember going in this garage, putting them in the freezer. Oh, you did everything. And then we waited for a whole day and we're like, where are these alien babies? And like nothing happened. Nothing and it, ever and happened. Where did that rumour come from that these know. alien but eggs would have babies? then you could buy them with the baby's already in oh so like later where did that on, come from though it's an know. urban myth it's such an urban myth and it's not like <laughs> and it's only oh my they're dare like I say squidgy it, eggy it's like I a just squidgy that, thing yeah I just thought that like I had a like a bad one yeah yeah that's what we thought Ross was like this doesn't work what's well, going not on not the official we like... one you know but no apparently none of them did it oh. like it was just it was just some weird rumour I think it's because maybe their backs, and you'd put the backs together, wouldn't you? Because the backs had that flat so bit. It was just some squidgy lump with a, like a sort of and alien I had, baby shape. I had a grey one in green goo in its egg, but it was great, and it had really defined like veins on its brain. Mm. And I remember thinking, like, that means it's going to have a baby soon. <laughs> and I'd be like, and then I had like a pink one, and I was like, they're going to have a baby, and it wouldn't. Um, and then later on, I got another one that had, like, you could, like, open it up and get the little babies out. It came mm. with them already. And I was like, that's not the same, though. No, that's like year 2000 toys. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what? If anything, I'm really glad of I've watched this just so we can have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it all reminded me of, the miniscope, all these different things. Did you things. have a Furby? No, I never had a Furby. I had two. No. I had three. So I had one, and it, like... I mean, I can't remember what happened, but it was bad. Like, so <laughs> like, like it either caught fire. Like, I mean, like something, I had it like a week and something bad happened to it. And I don't remember what it was, but I just remember my dad being like, that is going back. <laughs> like, like, like we took about it and they made this massive complaint and it was a green one. And I wanted another green one. And my mum and dad were like, you're not having another green Furby. So I had a pink one. And then, like, years later, I saw another green Furby. And I was like, can we get it? Just So I have two Furbies, but technically right. I'd had three. But something really bad happened <laughs> oh, to no. the first one. Oh, like, no. it caught fire or something, like, by itself. Like, something really <laughs> bad happened to the point that my parents... And I think we got it from, like, a motorway station because it was so hard to find. They were, like, the must-have thing, yeah. weren't they, the Furbies? And we just saw yeah. it in this motorway thing. And, like, you remember how the motorway stations had, like, electric shops, mm. you know, like a Dixon's or something yeah. in there? And, 
so they had them and I was like, Fairby, ah! And my husband's like, okay, fine, we'll get one because we know they're really hard to get and we got it. And then like this really bad thing happened yeah. to it and they were like, look, all we have, like, of course we, and they were like, really, really sorry, really apologise that we will exchange it. We only have these pink ones. No. <laughs> so I had a pink one. Wow. And like, the batteries are still in that at home and if you knock it, it still wakes up. <laughs> like, that is a long time later. That yeah, thing's that's still, very that's good. That's like a good 20 years on almost. Yeah. That thing's still going like... Well, wakey, wakey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we don't have those in the miniscope here. We've seen Ogron and a Cyberman, though. But hang on, so just going back to Furbies. Okay. Furbies are coming back. Are they? They like, And you can get like long Furbies that are like more toy-based than like the electric. But Furbies, like you can buy Furbies okay. again now. Sorry, you, that's you what I want to sound Furbies. Heard it here first. Yeah. I'm going to like, are back. I'm going to send you a picture of a long Furby. Okay. Um, anyway, back to kind of <laughs> monsters. Yeah, you see an Ogron and a Cyberman in there. Yeah. Uh, and of course we've got the boat and we've got the drashings, which we'll, we will get to when you remember them. Yes, I remember them now you've said it. There's a moment which I thought was quite funny with um, the Doctor on the boat because they're going around this time loop thing and then he has that boxing match yeah that? yeah totally random you'll regret it sir i think i ought to warn you i used to box for my school i think i ought to warn you that i took lessons from john l sullivan himself by jiminy the old fellow's got some pluck that was a bit i mean i know that this doctor fights a bit but he was like right let's go and have this yeah boxing he was thing. he was like bring it wasn't he yeah. and also it's a very undoctor thing to do yeah to I thought hurt so. and injure someone yeah exactly. I thought, I yeah, I thought that, that was a yeah. bit out of character there um well he wasn't exactly he wasn't being threatened as such no, at that no, point exactly. yeah later on you know there was a gun yeah. but at that point no there was no like threat and Vorg is explaining he can control their behavior so he does make them get the guns out or violent and and be violent oh, I and didn't stuff. understand it as There's that. A, he, I was, understood. he was twisting the dial and he was like, I can make them. And that's why they were all like, oh, here, I come with us. And then he twisted it, it and then he resets it again I thought afterwards. he just reset no, it. I think he does make them I a bit see. more violent and aggressive. Um, there's some nice stuff on that ship, though, on the on the location, actually filming out on a boat. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the so boat that, stuff. Yeah. It was different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rather than like a set or I mean the sets are great yeah but it's just nice to have that extra filming stuff I mean that sea monster's not amazing it reminded me of Poirot Poirot yeah I, well, I, I could yeah, see that yeah, as an episode exactly. of Poirot I imagine the doctor <laughs> just turned up randomly on an Agatha for Christie novel or something well it is that's it's that time that's yeah it, yeah and I loved it yeah so then that's when we find they're inside the machine and I put yeah it's like Planet of Giants so you're gonna love it um, mm-hmm. And then we see at the end of part two the drashings. Yes. So the Doctor and Joe get out of one bit and they go through and all the circuitry and stuff. Yeah, that it's was great, cool. really cool. Yeah. And then they go out and they're in this again location film and then you see the drashings come up. Now, what are your opinions of? Now we'd seen one before because we'd heard it at sea. We'd seen it through the back window. No, that's a sea monster. That's not oh, a drashing. Oh, okay. They look very similar. These they are do the look very similar. Big teethy. I've got a toy of one actually. I need to show you. I that. thought that that was a drashing. And not, and not because on the he boat. said something it was like, like a sea monster. The it, drashings are in their separate thing. Oh, I see. They I do see. come. They break through later on. But that's just supposed to be a random sea right. monster. Yeah. Just to entertain, I think. Yeah. Um, but the drashings got the teeth and the eyes, and they come up like hand puppets. I didn't think they were awful, but they weren't wonderful. Like, it made me laugh at you and the other saw, like, half of it. Well, exactly. It's a hand puppet, isn't it? And the Doctor's face, the close-up, is like, 
what am I looking at? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can't really have them. They're on film there and, you know, they've got to react to something. You, they're not, they do look too puppety. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? There's something different that we haven't had before. I'd rather have a drashing than a blobby thing from last week. I agree. Like, I mean, the record this season so far is not great on Monsters, if we've got those two. I like the idea yeah. of them. And apparently I was watching the making of, they're made out of um, dog skulls. Oh. Oh I, don't, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Those, so those teeth are like actual, like, dogs, oh. skulls, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, sort of run through me a Yeah, bit. yeah. Oh, well, there we go. There we are. <laughs> that makes them even more sinister in a way. Yeah. Because they're quite, like, I, I remember, looked at it and I was like, that's quite a sinister looking thing. Like, it's very... It's got a lot of teeth. It's very graphic. Yeah, and the noise, not... the noise goes very well Yeah, we haven't had anything that graphic before. In terms of sort of violent Yeah, I mean, like, what, we've had a blobby thing the week before. I think the most violent would be when we had, um, with Bok, what's he called? Um, Azal? Yeah, but we didn't even get Azal. But that was probably, <laughs> like, you saw his knees, do you know what I mean? He's not violent. But in terms of, but... like, he was supposed to be, like, this, like, the devil, wasn't he? Right, and, like, okay. sort of, like, look. Right. But this felt the most, like, gruesome yeah, like, I see ooh, what you mean. You know. Like, all the teeth out, we're going to come and bite you sort of thing, rather than, it oh, felt... there's a blob chasing me and yeah, it's a yeah. quarry. It didn't feel like... It felt like a scary monster. They're trying to scare with it. Yeah. yeah. Then They're like, trying to do that. Here's a monster in a costume. And they yeah. can sort of go through, and they eat through anything, and they just go through the miniscope and just yeah. follow them around. And they say once they get the scent, they never stop. So it's a yeah, little bit yeah. dinosaur Yeah, yeah. Like that, velociraptor yeah. That kind of thing. Joe's a bit pathetic running through and getting stuck in the whatever, the swamp or anything. Yeah. So of course she's going to get stuck. I yeah. mean, but she, it's a good story for her, actually. It is a as good well, story for her. Because she's left, the, she is separated with the doctor a bit later on. So she's got to stay on the. No, is he on the ship? Is she on, no, 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 she's she is. on the So And she's trying to get people to sit and she's like, oh, here we go again with everything. And she's. Yeah. Um, and I also like... She's back up to being that strong Joe again. Well, she also... I, you know when you was like, you got to think of things not... You've got to think of things lateral. And she was like, oh. And then she like came up with this idea. And it's not exactly what I thought. But I was like, yeah, good for you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. like, And she's, she's got some funny lines as well. Yeah, you know, I think this was sarcastic. a good story for she's Joe. Like, oh. But of course she gets stuck and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Well, she kind of has to. Yeah. I mean, that has to happen. There's the grey people politics. So that carries on in part three. And it, whenever it cut back, I was just like, oh, come on. I want to go back to see the dressings and then end of part three the doctor comes out of the the scope yeah which, which is, is a nice great. again planet giants moment so yeah i mean it's it has i have enjoyed this one more it was do you I know have. what it's even up to that point he comes out and he's like even with all the politics things going on i didn't really think of it as politics it was just sort of this like ongoing dialogue thing mm. and i quite enjoyed going back to it because it did just break up the constant chase and then, this was just a really fun story. And when the Doctor and... Oh, what's his name? Hold on. Paul. Oh, Paul Daniels. When the Doctor... <laughs> yeah, okay. When the Doctor and Paul Daniels... That's when they do the carnival speak because he's like, yeah. oh, you're a showman as well. Da, 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 da. You know. Oh, I see. That. I miss that's that. That's where the carnival speak comes from. I miss that. And then the that. Doctor's like, I don't know what you're talking about. There was a time when I had to go to the door, very briefly, so maybe that's <laughs> well, when that's it happened. Well. <laughs> and also, I didn't realise I was at episode four by this point. So, and I yeah. got, I understood that the grey people want the dressings to escape. Yes. So that it would all go wrong and then the president's proved wrong that yes. there wasn't people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you do have the threat from the dressings. You do feel like, oh, they're, they're going to come after them. They're going to come through the scope and, and get out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which they do. 
Uh, and I think they eat the great or kill the great man or someone mm. gets killed by... No, they kill it. Do they kill it? They yeah, the doctor it. tunes the thing. He tries to use it. it doesn't, I think one maybe does. Mm. But they kill it. They, he, the, Paul shoots it, doesn't he? <laughs> Paul Daniels. Paul and Debbie are shooting at it. <laughs> yeah, Paul and Debbie. And then, and then they go back and finish doing the job for the doctor to get them through with enough power. Yeah. I have, as I say, I have enjoyed it more, but it's still not one that I would always go to. I don't know why. That's fair. I don't know if I'd like want to... Again, it'd be a while before I'd want to watch that one again. Mm. But I I did enjoy it, and I think I'll reference it again. The Doctor is very good in this. He is. The Doctor's great in this. The Doctor's like... You can tell, like, he is on full. Well, it's his fourth year now. Yeah. He's really into it. He's just and had the three Joe, Doctors before, yeah. so he's, like, back to being number one. He's in prime yeah. form. And him and Joe, that's, like, what, third... This is their third season together now. Yeah. So they really have got that relationship. And did you miss any Brigadier or unit no. people? No, I really... I. This story it's good it was didn't just feel, fun. It didn't feel too spacey because you kept going back and forth yeah. in history. If you just want something, do you know what? This is what you'd watch if you're a fan. If you're hungover, right? And you don't really need to think, but you just want something to watch, sit back and enjoy. Like, or like over Christmas, you know, mm. that's this sort of like, this sort of time of like... Or like a Sunday afternoon one, yeah, this one. it's very much like, you haven't got a lot to go through, haven't to remember or think, it's not, the politics is there, but it's not like intense, ultimately, mm. two are like, we want this to happen and one's trying to, like, that's pretty much it, you know, classic <sighs> sort of thing, but it's just fun. But uh, the only thing is, you just see those grey people's bold caps all starting to move. <laughs> But the, t- the more it goes on, you can see the crinkles in them. And once you see them, I cannot just take my eyes off them. Oh, but I love all that. That's kind of the I charm can't... of the series, love. I know, but I just can't. At this point, I'm like, kind of like, that's the charm. The bad costumes make it. What about Debbie's things on her head? Well, that's what I mean. That's kind of like Earth Woman sent to space. Let's make her look really <laughs> cool and quirky. That's exactly what that was. And it, it produces... I don't think they're supposed to even be Earth people. That's the ironic thing. But no, like, they are. I oh, think they are. Oh, but they've given the it a different name. Okay, fine. The, the Tolarians, they call them. It means Earth person. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is exactly what an Earth person would wear oh, yeah, it is. as a first person allowed in space. Yeah. And you happen to be an entertainer. Yeah. We try to look as cool and quirky. That is exactly... <laughs> I mean, they look like the first people it's in every space. every single... <laughs> no, no, they're the first ones invited to that planet. Right, I see, yeah, I know, but it's in the future, so they're just, as you know, there's probably a whole planet of Paul Daniels's and Debbie McGee's. Probably. Most likely. All dressed like that. Yeah. Winning things in bets that they shouldn't have, and then yeah. going off and being entertainers of the world. And actually, you could have had this as a Time Lord mission. The miniscope is illegal, and the Time Lords yeah. need it out of because it's so dangerous. Um, yeah. They could have just done that as well. But, they, but I'm glad they didn't. No, they sort of no. like, this was great. It was just easy and fun. You didn't even need any context. No, exactly. It's you a standalone it, thing. Yeah, yeah, it was great. They land and they take off at the end. Nothing else. Yeah. No master or anything no, like that. No, it's just not needed. It's just, as it is, it's great. Yeah. It's fun and, and silly. Um, yeah, I think the drashings will do well maybe in a Dosco. They might. Maybe, we'll find out. Maybe. I mean, we've got a whole season to go, so. Yeah, we'll see what else <laughs> what else turns up. But um, well, that's good then. Well, there's not much more else to say. I mean, it's when you like them so much, I know. it's more difficult to talk about, isn't it? Because, I mean, that went, that's why I end up being negative. Because you've yeah. liked these ones so far. I know, yeah. These two <laughs> have been, so far, season 10, off to a good start. Great, good. Well, I will tell you 
the name of the next story. Okay. It is six episodes, though. Okay. In Betson. Come on. You know. You know. It was, it was always going to come back yeah. to a six. Yeah. Um, and it's called Frontier in Space. Mm. Okay. So. Um, that sounds exciting. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I imagine a ship being a frontier, but I mean, of course, it will be a ship if it's. In space. space. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a spaceship. But you want more sort of out of space adventures. Yeah, like this. This was perfect. This was great. just such a great, perfect. Yeah, I think mix. I think people. This was a good introduction back to coming back into space. Yeah. for the Doctor. Yeah, and the series has changed a lot, isn't it? So yeah. we're we're developing as we go on. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, we will find out what happens in Frontier and Space next week. In the meantime, you can follow us at on <laughs> at on on Twitter and Instagram. I'm just gonna. I'm not even gonna cut this out. At Instagram on. On Twitter. Oh my god! <laughs> you can follow us at To Watch Who on those ones. Uh, and you can also support us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash To Watch Who. <sighs> We're on YouTube as well, aren't we? Oh, and you can watch us or listen to us on YouTube as well. Yeah, of course. Well, search us on YouTube if you want. On the tube. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, or the, your nearest miniscope. We shall be there waving. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, but I think the drashings are coming. We better go. They're going to break through. Okay. But there's one there. No. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week then, if we're not eaten by drashing. Bye. 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 To watch poo.